Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, I can't imagine a more stressful job than working at an airline or working at the airport with all the air rage we've seen in the last few years. No wonder it's taking a toll on so many people's health. We'll be talking to a leading national expert next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I don't know about you, but I get stressed out when I go to the airport. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's Love Field or DFW International. And most of the time you're stressed out because you, you can just feel the flight delays coming along. You can sometimes people are short with you and sometimes the passengers are short with the, uh, the staff. To talk about that today, Dr. Mary Warren, she is a wellness expert, speaker and author, and mostly she's my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. Yeah. So let's talk about the airline industry. I think, um, I mean, if we go way back into the 50s and 60s, uh, you know, a, a trip was an exciting time. You got dressed up for it. And glamorous, exactly. Right? It's glamorous, very glamorous. And uh, you were excited to get on a plane. Now it's become like a bus. And, and nobody's excited. I don't see too many people smiling at the airport. That takes a toll on health, doesn't it? Oh, it definitely does. And I, I, I'm always and ever optimistic. And I do think things are getting better. I think, you know, obviously during COVID, it was a super stressful time for so many reasons on so many levels in airlines, in airports, all travelers. And, you know, once we were actually back traveling, but I do, I do remain optimistic that things are returning to a more civilized and a more upbeat and positive place. And I just returned from California, was out there for four days. So I was at a conference uh, for the Women in Aviation International conference and got to, I've got all kinds of great things to tell you about that. Can't, I can't wait. She's also a, uh, an author and speaker. We're going to show a couple of her books. The first one, uh, Road Warrior Wellness. I love that. Uh, tell us how you came up with that title. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, that was really designed to, to basically boil right down to what do people need when you're traveling all the time? And, you know, I'm always talking about getting good at the basics, right? You know, you want to be good with hydration. You want to have a good solid diet. You want to be well rested. <laughs> you want to be moving your body and exercising all the time. But, you know, we're always thinking and wondering like, okay, how do I get better brain function and how do I have better memory and, you know, how do I have my best body shape and all of that? Well, that's all high level neuroanatomy. That's all high level neuroendocrine, neurophysiology. That's all. And that's all biochemistry. And all of that then rests on good nutrition 
all of that rests on being well hydrated, all of that rests on being well rested and moving our body. So I'm always talking about the basics because the basics are driving good brain function. The basics are driving good memory and good digestion and fewer allergies. And these are things that I see with my people in private practice, as well as when we're out traveling. These are things I experience when I'm out traveling and on the road. <laughs> sure, sure. Now you, you've written another book as well, The the Good, the Bad, the Bankrupt, Get Yourself Out of Nutritional Deficit. Tell us about that one. That one was developed uh, eight years ago. My husband and I co-authored that book and we did that because, you know, in, in private practice, people are always like, well, what do I do? What do I do? How do I eat? And I'm not a, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a food planner. In fact, I've got a really great gal I send people to for that because I so don't want to do that and I'm not good at it. So I'm really, again, about the basics and, and getting people just simplified in their lives. And, and, you know, it's really about how we shop cook and eat. And even if that shopping is like home delivery, or even if that shopping is like, what decisions do I make when I'm at the airport? What are those decisions I make when I'm out, you know, traveling or on vacation? So it's really about how we're eating and what we're doing. So the book also has a chapter about, you know, how to improve your sleep. And then the last chapter is really about how do we clean up our home and work environments? Because there are so many environmental toxins. And, you know, we've become aware of that relative to the organisms that were floating around with COVID. But, you know, we have these things going on all the time with, you know, plug-ins sure. and, you know, air pollution and, and just things that are, you know, you know, toxins and makeup and chemicals and laundry soaps and personal, you know, products. And so clean those up. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, again, it's all about good biochemistry. Sure. <laughs> Let's talk more about the, um, the water and the hydration because uh, she eats her own cooking. She showed up with a water bottle. It's just <laughs> off camera. Uh, when you're flying, are you naturally inclined to get dehydrated anyway? Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as that forward door closes, our body, our physiology starts changing because now our bodies are under pressure, right? I mean, the, the pilots less, they, they get, you know, like the, the, the king and the queen share of what's going on up at the flight deck because they're the ones that are flying the plane as they well should get the king and the queen share of of oxygen, of, of, you know, pressurization. And for those of us that are back in the cabin, our bodies get under pressure. And so when that happens, we become more easily dehydrated. There's a, there's like a, a rule or a law of twos, a doubling effect. So if you drink something alcoholic on an airplane, it's like you're having two. So if you're having, if you order a beer, you're having two because your body is under pressure. So it's, you, you more readily, dehydrate and a lot of foods that we eat when we're on an airplane um, actually tend to upset us a little more easily just because again we're under pressure sure. and um, and our body doesn't have like big open spaces where nothing is going on um, that would be the lungs maybe because we've got air going in there but the intestines and the gut those are closed spaces and so when they're under pressure whatever is in your intestines has a tendency to, you know, do its thing now under pressure. Sure. So that can create flatulence and upset stomach and all of that. So you want to make better choices, easy choices, um, easily digested choices when you're on an airplane. And I know um, just traveling in general, you get off of your game. You, uh, you may not be 
taking all your prescriptions with you or your right. diet supplements with you because you don't want to carry all that stuff. You maybe you're not working out. You're probably eating in a hotel and it's not healthy. Um, so I, I can relate to that because it seems like uh, shortly after I, I travel, I get a little something. Right, a little, you know, sniffles or right. some kind of. So that's the whole thing with Road Warrior Wellness. It's really about bookending those trips, Jeff. Mm -hmm. So that's such a great point because what you want is you want to be really solid before you travel so that when you're out traveling, you're trying to make good choices. But, you know, we live in such a rewards-based society, right, and culture. Oh, it's been a great day. I'm going to have a glass of wine. It's been a terrible day. I'm going to have a glass of wine, right? So right, it's right. one or the other. But then when you get home, so, so you're making good choices when you're out. And then when you get home, you want to take the first two or three days to really get your health solid and get back up on track again. Like during the winter months when it's cold and I've just come back from a trip, I don't go out and walk in the cold. I'm going to let my body get back on track. I stay inside and exercise. I'm taking extra immune herbs. I'm drinking lots of hot water during the day because I want to build that internal heat and I want to get myself back on track health-wise and immune-wise. And then when I've been home two or three days, then I will get back outside and, you know, hit it hard, you know, my workouts. But you got to give yourself a little yeah. bit of recovery time. The other thing I wanted to mention, which because you did, about when you're traveling because I've gotten caught in this a couple of times in the last two years because airlines are doing so much with their crew demands and with time um, because you know crews have uh, rest requirements and crews have travel and time requirements so they may be at the airport but if there's some sort of mechanical issue or the or you know the windshield has to be replaced and the glass has to cure or the caulking has to cure and that's going to be a nine hour wait time. That means now we're going to wait for a new crew to show up, right? So there we sit at the right. gate in the waiting area. And so have you packed your supplements? Have you packed your medication? Have you packed some extra underclothing? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, do you have some things for maybe an extra night away? And I've gotten caught in that the last couple of years. Sure. And it's like, doggone it, I'm going to make sure that I have extra supplements. I want to make sure I have extra, you know, things I need for an extra day or two or night. Sure. And she's an amazing speaker. I met her at the National Speakers Association. Let's go ahead and roll this clip. So what about when you get home? Aren't you just so tired and you want to just like relax and not do anything or you're like eight million things are going on because now you're home and you've got things to do. I encourage people try to get things on track as quickly as possible. If you've been a little underhydrated, get yourself back on the hydration train. Lemon, and liver are lovers. So always think about lemon being a really good support for the liver, the health of your liver. So put that in your drinking water once you get home. And of course, you'll be at your own refrigerator, so you could always have lime or cucumber slices, but really take the first one to three days and rehydrate. Get yourself back on track with those organic smoothies and salads and good vegetables. Get that clean protein back on track because you probably have eaten some things while you were traveling that you wouldn't normally eat, right? I know I do. Another thing that you'll want to do when you're back home is get yourself back on that regular routine of exercise. And here is one of the things that I really strongly urge people to do. Be gentle this first couple of days after you've come home from a trip. Because when we are depleted, it is very easy to create injuries in our body. So when we're traveling, we've been depleted, we're tired, we're you know, 
running. We've got a hundred things going on. We've been doing a great job. We're going to do more great jobs. We get home and we're like, I'm going to do a great job exercising, right? Be gentle because that's when you're depleted and you need to go slowly. So I would encourage you for the first day or two, just ramp down your weights a little bit, dial back your yoga a little bit, do some walking, but definitely get yourself active and get your sleep back on track. So seven to nine hours every night is so critical. I often ask people, if health were a checking account, what would your balance be like? Think about this. So remember, before you travel, you want to build. When you travel, the idea is to balance and not compromise. And then when you get home, you want to recuperate and regenerate. I'm Dr. Mary Warren, and I am passionate about helping you be a healthy road warrior. I love your speaking style and you're very relatable. You, you just uh, seem like, you know, the girl next door. So oh, uh, tell us about the, the conference you just came back from. Oh, it was a great conference. So the Women in Aviation International holds an annual conference and we just got back from Long Beach at the convention center. And, and I do want to give a little shout out to the Hyatt uh, Regency there. They had some great uh, dietary choices for us salad wise and uh, and it was just, you know, they had a water refill station right in the lobby. One of the things that I want to say, because I'm always on water with people, because it, hydration is such a huge part of our health. Um, if you go to the hotel gym, they always have a water dispenser, and it is a great place to refill your water bottle. And then while you're there, you know, get on the elliptical machine for a few minutes or the treadmill, um, or get, you know, a lot of them will have little workout areas where you can have your own you know, a little private room essentially because it's there for stretching the mats and the balls. And, you know, do something where you're using your own body weight. Do leg lifts, do some, you know, crunches, do some things to get your body going uh, because that's such a big piece. And I always say to people, 10 minutes is better than zero minutes. Mm. So go and refill your water bottle and get on the elliptical machine. Tell us why, and I can, I, I can see these uh, tips would apply to almost any industry, uh, you know, we all Absolutely. suffer stresses. Why did you pinpoint aviation? Well, because I think, first of all, I love being in and around airplanes, airports, um, aviation, and it's just, it's one of those things that's always been like, oh, it's so fun and fascinating and interesting. And one of the things like people, like I've got a friend at NSA, Yoram, that's like, oh, you know, what is your favorite fighter jet? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, I'm not that interested in the fight. They're beautiful and they're sexy and all of that, but I like the tankers. <laughs> right? I, I like the big girls. I like the, you know, I like the Casey 135s. I like the, you know, triple sevens. I like the big girls because they're really defying gravity. It's sure. like, they're like bumblebees. It's like, how are these things flying? And how are they flying with like thousands and thousands of pounds of fuel? And then how are they refueling, you know, other aircraft up in the sky? Yeah. That's extraordinary to me. So, um, Needless to say, I'm a big Boeing fan because Boeing, you know, builds the big KC tankers. And, and I always get to hang out with a lot of the Boeing gals when I'm at conference. So it's every year. And what we do is we get together. We have educational sessions. It's a big, the whole thing is about connect 
inspire and educate. And so everyone is networking. There are a lot of uh, women that are looking for job positions, looking to change industries. Um, I happen to be fundraising chair for our local chapter, the North Texas chapter of Women in Aviation International. So I make it my business to meet a lot of the exhibitors when I'm there in the exhibitor hall because I want them to be a part of our local chapter and I want them involved in our big annual event, which is the Girls in Aviation Day event. That happens on the third Saturday of every September, and we hold that at the Dallas Executive Airport. Um, it's at the National Aviation Education Center, it's a mouthful, the NAEC, which is in conjunction with the Commemorative Air Force Museum, and it's a day of girls. It's a sea of pink, and it's just a day of getting girls um, introduced to a lot of different aviation jobs and career paths. We've got Air Force there with all of, you know, reserves, ROTC, they bring Sims, um, Dallas PD is there, they bring in Rotary, they sometimes will bring Sims, um, and everyone wants to be on the Sims because that's so cool, right? Um, Southwest Airlines, of course, is there. They do a big activity for the little girls on the floor. Um, of course, American Airlines is there, Airbus is there, Millionaire Air was there with us last year. Big uh, contributor Collins Aerospace is there. So there are a lot of people. And then we've got, you know, FBOs. We have Galaxy. We have, I've already mentioned Millionaire. Uh, we have uh, JSX. We've got Private Small. And then we've got a lot that are of people and businesses that are in the aviation businesses that support our chapter and support our function. So when I'm at the annual conference, Jeff, I get to meet a lot of these people. And I go to say thank you to our contributors and our, our sponsors, and then I get to meet people that I'd like to have involved as well, because when they understand that we're there building their pipelines with these girls, um, they get excited about it because it's a really exciting event. So thank you for asking about yeah. all of that. Yeah, uh, We're almost out of time, so we're com coming up on the uh, busy spring and summer travel season. What advice yes. would you like to leave people with if, if they've got okay. a big trip? So, so because spring is such a big time for allergies, get yourself a couple of things that are easy to take with you. One is a is an aromatherapy inhaler. It's um, the one I like, and I hate to kind of use names and name drop, but Olba's inhaler. So Olba's has a little aromatherapy inhaler that you can use. And then the other thing is to have like a nasal rinse. And the one that I like is Manuka honey, and that is a, like a little um, one or two ounce bottle, and you can just use it in your nasal passages to flush out. Stay hydrated, stay away from you know the dairy, the sugar, the wheat, and boy, that's where we all fall down when we travel. But those are all mucus formers, and they tend to get us inflamed, and they tend to make allergies worse. Um, and then just you know, water, water, water. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. We're going to end with her website, which is road-warrior-wellness.com. The great Mary Warren. Thanks oh, for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. So wonderful you to bet. be here. Thank that's you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.